lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your notoriously narcoleptic nightingale, Danny. You fucked it up. Oh, I did. It started over. Nope. Okay. What's going on, pregnant lady? Exactly what I said. I'm notoriously narcoleptic. Um, I'm here. I'm very pregnant and very over it. So, how are you? Um, I'm good for the most part. You know, it's been like seven weeks since we recorded last. You are so. I hate when you drag it like you that. You know. You'd be so fucking dramatic. Welcome to a, a, a new episode of Lover's Quarrel. It's actually our first time recording in, in, in years. So uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Thank you for ch- tuning in. If this is your second time, welcome back. If this is your third or more time, as I like to call you, you're a lover. Danny will call you family. Mm-hmm. What's going on, y'all? I'm, I'm doing well, Danny. Um, I've been really busy. You have been. Um, So, you know, I'll catch everybody back up and, you know. I will take blame for us not recording. Oh, will you now? I mean, listen, I'm I'm accountable. I'm trying to, you know, I got to model the behavior that I want from my wife. So you don't know how to be accountable. So I'm going to be accountable. Really? I'm going to show you how to do this, son. Did you see my text message earlier with the show notes? No. Oh, okay. Just, I was just, I was just wondering about that. Because of what you just said. Sounds a lot like what I was going to say later on. Uh... Anyway. Yeah. But you say I'm not accountable. You're not. For nothing. For anything. Sometimes you are. But I'm saying, like, what's, you're what's, not consistently I'm accountable. I'm not consistently accountable. Okay. Go ahead. Go off, sis. Woo! Is that what we're doing now? I mean, you're saying I'm not accountable Just for Just don't anything. fall asleep. I'll do what I can, you okay. know. I took a nap earlier. That That's also a thing. Must be nice. Well, it's kind of out of my control at this point. Uh, is it? Yeah. So you're like more tired than you ever been. Are you more tired than what you were with Tatum or is it like still the same? I am more tired. Excuse me. See, I'm, it's kind of different. So Tatum, I was always tired, but I also feel like, um, because of I was working, I was teaching 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. I was teaching social studies. I was teaching science. So I think because of it being, I was heavier, I think because I was like less healthy, more stressed out with work, and in my first pregnancy, I think that I was arguably more tired just throughout the course of the pregnancy. Like I've never, I never got that like second trimester burst of energy. This pregnancy, I did get that, but now that I'm well into the third trimester, that has come to a lot, like pretty much like a halt in a lot of ways. So, um, yeah, I'm now like in the third trimester, I am more tired, but I'm confident I'll even be more tired after he gets here. And now we've got two kids and no sleep and a crying baby and all that jazz. So I know that I'm only going to be more tired for a while and so I'm prepared for that or trying to mentally prepare for that which actually kind of touches on my elevator so um but are you tired are you more tired or less tired this pregnancy I don't know honestly 
As y'all can hear, our daughter is ready. She is in the bath. <laughs> Coming! Okay, and now we are back. She is bathed. She is fed and in her PJs watching her iPad until we finish. So we should have at least 20 minutes before you think she tries to interrupt again. Possibly. All right. But this is us, so. But no, I was just saying, I was like, this kind of touches on my elevator. That's kind of what I was going to say with the, you were asking me the pregnancy questions. But I asked you, um, have you been more tired and you were like, you've been busy with work? Yeah, I don't. So ever since I've started Ever since I got a real job, I'll say that, mm-hmm. right? Sorry. Ever since I got a career, mm-hmm. I feel like being tired is not... Like, I, I I wake up every day between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. Yes, I know. Regardless of what time I go to bed. Yep. Um. So, and I've always been the type that once I'm up, I'm up. Mm-hmm. I've never been able to take naps. I, I envy people who could take naps. My father can fall asleep like it's nothing. Yeah, you more so are like an end of the day fall asleep. You might fall asleep kind of early. Or if you've had like, you know, a glass of, you know, a drink or something like that, you kind of like unwind a little bit. But yeah, you're not like a, a hardcore napper. Like I, I'm a napper. Yeah. But that's my business. So um, I don't know if I'm more tired or not. I mean, I'm anticipating to see what this is what this is gonna look like with two kids and we're gonna be tired. I know I am. I mean, you're tired. You were tired from birth. That I heard mean, when you came off the womb, you were sleeping. Well, you know, I've seen the science. That Rumor said. has it that the reason why they smacked babies on the butt was because of you. That's just what I heard. Because when you came out, bumped. you were sleeping, so they had the. Pop you on good time. Make sure that you are reacting. I, that's just what I heard. Mm, you were the reason they invented pacifiers because you didn't shut the fuck up no. since you came out. <laughs> that was whack. It fits the narrative. Mm, doesn't. Okay. Well. Anyway. Um. Well, I guess we can just jump into the elevator because then I can talk a little bit more about that and we can be on topic. So I'm going down. Um, going down. That wasn't ta- that wasn't terrible. Nah, I like you better. Go ahead. Going down. Okay. You've been practicing these weeks off. That's what I'm talking about. It's been two weeks. And really, it's just been one because we're still recording. We're just a day late. So, um, I just kind of like what we were talking about, y'all. Like, I am just like, I'm hitting the pregnancy wall. I am, by this week, this Wednesday, I am 33 weeks pregnant. So, I'm in the final stretch. I'm eight months pregnant essentially I'm in the eighth month now um and I'm over it you know it's August it's hot um and TJ's just on brand because he can't focus for two seconds um and I'm sleepy and I'm slow moving and you know it's a thing of like like even right now so I made it to let's say this I've made it all this time since we've been recording while I've been pregnant and this is the first time where like I'm literally I have the microphone resting on my bump because I don't I want to be able to like lean back in the chair because I don't have the good chair right now and um and yeah like I'm just 
elaborate a little bit, you know, I, let me say this. I'm ready. I'm, I know I'm not ready. He's not ready to be here. He's still cooking. Obviously, I'm not going to rush anything, but definitely at the point where I'm ready to have my body back. Um, I'm ready to be able to be more mobile. I'm ready to be able to not feel like I can't bend over without like seeing stars and stuff like that. Um, like when I'm like trying to do laundry and stuff, I'm ready to like not be like, I mean, and I understand like we all can kind of get the itis after we have like a big lunch or whatever, but it's like legit, like I'll eat one breakfast and then I'm like, Oh, I need a nap. I, you know, and then I try to get some stuff done. It's just, I feel like I'm not being as productive. Um, and I know like a lot of people are going to be like, you should, you know, you're pregnant, you know, you're not going to be that productive, but I mean, there's just stuff that has to get done and it just feels like I can't get it done. You know, I can't, and I'm, I have, you know, of course I do have people around to, to help to an extent or whatever, but you know, you're, when you're accustomed to being self-sufficient, being independent, being able to do things for yourself, it can be a bit frustrating sometimes to feel like you can't function enough properly or for long periods of time to get much accomplished. And it's just fucking annoying sometimes. So I don't know. I'm just hitting the pregnancy wall. Our baby showers are coming up. Um, and while I am looking forward to them, I'm also looking forward to them being over. Um, and then also, um, I think there's a part of pregnancy that a lot of people don't, or maybe women don't necessarily discuss, which is, or out loud about like sometimes how like isolating or lonely being pregnant can be sometimes. Um, and it's not always, it's not every single waking moment, but I know at least for myself, I've had personally some like fleeting moments of feeling like everything's kind of going on around me and nothing's like including me or, um, you know, involving me. Cause it's just like, Oh, well, you know, she's pregnant, especially now it's like she's pregnant and she has Tatum. So, you know, you're just not really thought of in a certain degree. So it's just been kind of feeling like that for a little bit. And, um, I'm just, ready for this next chapter to begin so we can begin the adjusting to two kids life and you know come up with our our trials and and figure out what the trials and tribulations of that will be as well as the you know the the high points of it all but that's my elevator you know i brought it down so hopefully you'll bring it back up bring it all the way up come on turn me up okay going up that was lazy wasn't lazy (laughs) anyway so let me catch y'all up. Uh, my fraternity had our general convention. Mm-hmm. First hybrid convention. I do believe we were the first organization, fraternity, or sorority to have a hybrid convention. It was very successful. Maybe, yeah. I'm pretty sure we are the first. Okay. To have a hybrid, meaning like some people in person and some people virtual. Okay. Congratulations. At a general convention um, or national convention. So we had that. That was fun. And then once that was finished, I had set up a surprise birthday party trip for my brother. My brother turned 40 and um, I wanted to celebrate him. And so I was like, listen, I booked him a flight to Houston. 
got an Airbnb, but I just told him like, you know, me and you gonna go. Um, I wanted to go international, but my passport expired, and I heard some horror stories about people who paid to get it expedited and they didn't get it in time. So I was like, I'm not fucking with that. So boom, me and Anthony, just us two. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't know, but the whole crew was there. Mm-hmm. So you know, what I mean, my cousins. My friends who are his friends and it was nine of us in total. Um, and Houston was fucking lit. Let me tell you, Houston does not owe me anything. When I went to Houston two years ago, I was like, fuck this city. I'm never coming back. This shit was trash. My bad, Houston. I'm going to take the L on that one. Accountability. Um, this time, fire. Do you think Fire. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, my question was going to be, do you think it has to do with, like, there was more of y'all this time or just because you planned it better? Planned it better. We knew where to go. Mm-hmm. Like, the first time we went, we were in, like, the business district. Hotel was fire. Had a basketball court in there. It was the pool where when you go on it, it's the glass underneath. So it's a rooftop pool, but there's glass. So like you look down, you can see the bottom of Houston. Mm, that's dope. So that shit was hard, but we were in the middle of nowhere. We didn't know where to go. There was no like bars or nothing around. So it wasn't as fun. Gotcha. This time, I mean, I hit up my people who be going out there. Listen, where we got to go? Got to stay in the Galleria area. Cool. Did that. Um, these are spots to go to. Went there. And we turned that shit up. Onyx was fire. That's the strip club. Yes, it is. Okay. Strip club was fire. Prospect Park, fire. Atomic Bottle for, for fucking brunch, fire. Like, Houston owes me nothing. At all. Mom had you. I'm glad y'all had a good time. At all. So, that was amazing. Um, And, you know, I will say that I, you know, so, majority of us on the trip, are married, have kids, and or are engaged. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we kind of talked about life stuff, but we also, you know, had a good time just politicking. And, you know, we had a, a nice nucleus that we plan on, you know, continuing this on a yearly basis. So that was dope. It was just a great experience. My brother was really surprise of you know how many people was there and, and the activities so you know it, it, it made it worth it um yeah houston owes me nothing well, i'm very glad that you y'all had a good time you did a great job pl- a great job planning it that shit was stressful though but yeah you're an excellent big brother i mean big <laughs> brother sorry i mean i'm the big brother but i'm the little brother i'm but. not getting into that um, you know, I gotta talk my shit sometimes, but no, I mean, like I said, it was a great guy's trip. It was well needed. I didn't realize how much, I didn't realize how hard I worked until I was off and I was like off. off, off. I may have answered like one or two emails though, I mean, but this is the first time that I was off. I wasn't like checking stuff. I wasn't, I'll get to it when I get back. And, um, you know, that's important. We need to, you know, normalize taking your time. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of goes into my relationship tip. Go right ahead, sir. Um, so, you know, utilizing your time wisely. Mm-hmm. Um, this is in your relationships, but in life, you know. 
If you have PTO, use it. Mm-hmm. Um, plan accordingly, though, right? Be responsible. Don't be just be taking trips and you have projects and stuff, and you're, you know, what I mean, you still gotta be a responsible adult. But use, utilize your time when you use your time. Like really use it, enjoy that shit. Um, and you know, on the relationship side, it's the same thing. Use your time wisely. You know, Danny window is like very limited. So if I get that, if I can get thirty minutes per time, then I need to use that shit wisely. Don't roll your eyes. I'm not saying it to be negative. I'm being dead ass. Like we take for granted time. Mm-hmm. Time is one thing we can't get back. We can't reverse it. We can't, you know, you lose that time. You know what I mean? I think about our honeymoon and we, you know what I mean? We had the presidential suite in DR mm-hmm. and we slept. Well, I slept. Yeah, I'm about to say. Let's that, was, that was a time in my life that I was tired. But I wasted a presidential suite because I was tired. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I should have probably planned that better. I should have probably waited until... June or July to take the trip. But, you know, in, in, in the fashion of TJ, it was like you're supposed to take your honeymoon work in the air and you jump into it. So, you know, I'm, I'm learning to be more patient. I'm learning to utilize my time. I'm learning to, like, be more strategic with things. So that's my tip and my relationship tip. Utilize your time wisely. I think that that's fair. What do you mean by, like, if you can only get 30 minutes with me? Because you be tired all the time, so um, I can get thirty minutes of like uh, of you being up. Like this is big right now to record because you be tired. Yeah, and that's not me being shady. Okay, I promise. Okay, I can I can tell when you're being shady and when you're not. That's why I, you like when you try to act like you're not being shady. It's like when or like when I have when I get in my feelings about it, you're like, why are you? You know, it's the truth, this, that, and the other. But I'm like, yeah, but there's times where you are saying it because you genuinely understand that like I'm I'm tired for, with good reason and but other times when you're just like it's bothersome to you but I appreciate it um my relationship tip for this week is which is why I said I was trying to see if TJ had read my show notes before he started talking that this episode was to model the behaviors you want to see um in life, I mean, even you know, with children and with as a, as an educator, as as a person, right? Like, we want to see the people that matter most to us in areas that they need to grow, and we want to see their those behaviors change. But then sometimes we fail to to model them um, consistently or health in a healthy manner, and. Even though modeling behaviors is something that we talk about a lot when it, with regard to children and young people, it's something that I think we have to kind of think about even with like the adults, the other our peers and our other adults in our life. Where sometimes we have to model the behaviors that we want to see, um, especially, I would say, in our relationships. Um, it's not always easy, um, but it's kind of a thing of like, if you desire that from someone or you think that it will help your relationship more if, if you... If the other person did X, Y, Z, then I think it's important that you also try to model that behavior so that way they can see what it looks like or that, you know, they can understand that like, well, if this person is giving me this level of whatever, then I should be able to reciprocate it. Um, first thing that comes to mind with me and TJ is is arguably patience, right? Like, I think that 
more often than not, I'll say majority of the time because it can't stay always, I demonstrate greater levels of patience in general, not even just with TJ, than TJ does in general. And so that's an example of what I feel like is an example of me modeling the behavior I want to see from him. Now, does it always work? No. But there is also a level of acknowledgement that like I get from him that I do, I am more patient and he needs, and he understands that he needs to be more patient. So if I, so, you know, for argument's sake, if I was impatient and I'm telling him he needs to be more patient, that would kind of defeat the purpose. Right. So that's just my relationship tip of the week is sometimes we got to model the behaviors that we want to see in others that we are surrounded by in life. But that's all I got. Any thoughts or? I like it. Yeah. I like I like yours too about using. I mean, everyone likes mine. <sighs> you still need to uh, model humility. That's another one I got to, you know, work on with him. Um, but I was what I was trying to say though is that, yeah, I do support using time wisely with each other i know for me i don't i know i don't always use my time wisely but then i also know that i think it's just it's like different areas of my life like some areas i'm really like on it with and other areas i can't i not i can't but i struggle to get it together but i think that that's all people there's there's very few people i know that are very much like timely in every area as i've gotten older i've appreciated time more when i was younger i'm like I had to wait two hours for this. That's so much time. But literally, if you're just sitting there and you blink your eyes, 30 minutes has passed. Like, mm-hmm. time be moving so quick. So Except when it's not. What you mean? I mean, it's time. Like, if you're sitting there, like, just scrolling through your phone, like, 30 minutes flies in a minute. But then if you just have to, like, if you're, like, waiting for, like, you know an update on like an important thing then it feels like 30 minutes takes like a, like a, for, takes forever i think it depends on the context of what's going on sometimes 30 minutes feels like a blink of an eye and other times it feels like an eternity but i do understand but continue what you're saying sorry no you're a dream killer i'm not a dream killer i'm just saying it depends but you're saying like you, you when you were younger you were more like two hours felt like forever yeah i'm just saying like I used to think that, like, if I had to go to the, if I had to go to the, um, like, a flight or something, mm-hmm. like, I'm not getting there two hours in advance. The fuck? Oh, no. You blew the fuck out of me with that all the time. And you would always, you always forget something in the house, which is why you get on your father about that. But, like, you definitely did the same thing. It'd be your headphones, it'd be your keys, it'd be That's your where wallet. I get it from. Well, yeah, you get it honestly, but then break yeah. break the cycle. When I was younger, I would have probably been like, fuck, I got to go back. Now I'm like, fuck, if I miss it, I just miss it. Oh, if you leave something home. It's just, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a casualty of war. Yeah. I would love for you to pack, I think, more. I do. But first off, I've been packing more in advance than I ever had you, before. You have. And so... I, because I understand my time and I also understand me. So I'm trying to be more mindful of those things. Well, you've done a better job of packing with intention and packing in advance. Like, not bullshit. Go ahead. All I was saying was that I would just also suggest that, like, you pack in a manner that is not so 
it's a still a, a wee bit chaotic. Like it's my it, it's the way that I want to do it. Just you, because it doesn't suit you doesn't mean I'm not packing for you. I'm packing for myself. I know, but you just leave stuff everywhere when you pack in the room. Hmm. But if you can't be in control of a situation, it you wouldn't be you. It's not about being in control of the situation, but if you tear up our bedroom trying to pack for a trip and then you don't pick up after yourself and I end up doing it, then how am I not, do, do I not get a say? Or just like you a can, suggestion? You, you can have whatever you want, damn. I'm not trying to shit on you, rain on your parade or nothing like that. I was just highlighting something, that's all. You got it. Okay. Well, I'll leave it, I'll leave you alone. Um, well, now it is time for our- Dream killer, dream killer, yeah, that's her. Oh my God. Go ahead. It's time for our Black History Fact. It is. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. On August 4th, 1961, a great man was born. Our first black president. He's still my president, Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. That's my Black History Fact. Shout out to him. I'm surprised you did that. Why? Because you typically don't like it when we, you, when we do just people were born or died on days. Black yeah, History Facts. but you know. Because you try, got on me about that. I'm trying to learn to, you know, be like you, you know. Because uh, every time I see those, I skip them now. No, well, you know, but you, uh, hold on. Your, your tip was model the behaviors you want to see. You model that behavior for me. Yeah. I model a lot of behaviors for you. Whatever. <laughs> um... All right, so my black history fact is that um, on August 3rd, 1928, so the day you guys are listening to this, um, the first black daily newspaper in modern times um, is founded. So on August 3rd, 1928, William A. Scott III founded the Atlanta Daily World, which became the first black daily newspaper in modern times. Which I thought was really dope. Journalism, publica- journalistic publications in, in 1928 was the first one that had a daily. We had our first daily newspaper founded by a black uh Listen, I'm person. telling you, black people are amazing. Ben. And every time that we go through a history fact or whatever and you find out like, oh, this person did this or... Black people were in power here. Or black people were in government during this time. It is just like they do not teach this shit. Like American history is African American history. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they wanna. Uh, I don't know why they wanna hide it from us and and, and, and you know. Racism. Oh, besides that, besides systematic racism, I'm 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 just saying, it's 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 baffling to me that you know. We can't talk about these things or they don't want to talk about it, which, I mean, kind of goes back into critical race theory, Mm -hmm. I think, because that's kind of talking about the structure and how everything is. Right. I mean, am I I saying it correctly? Sort of. Yeah. Critical race theory is about understanding how like their racism isn't just these like racism is not so much a person to person issue, but a systemic and or an institutional issue that's rooted in you know oppression supremacy capitalism um and it you know it's perpetuated through you know systems of oppression like healthcare, education criminal justice system and it's just and then what it looks like so you know it's kind of saying like part of why 
it's discussing white privilege. It's discussing why people, you know, benefit simply because or don't benefit simply because of the color of their skin. It doesn't necessarily imply that all black people are explicitly victims of racism, nor does it apply that all white people are implicitly racist. racist. It's just that you benefit from racist systems and it's understanding the history of those things. But, um, you know, Karen's and, and, and Chad's, they're up in arms about it. But we talked about that, I think, a few weeks ago with our last, with one of our last episodes. And the shit is just stupid. No, listen, I mean, it, it is, but that's why it's important for us to teach our own history. It's important for us to own our history. Don't be afraid to read a book. Don't be afraid to do the research and be able to really have those conversations. Absolutely. Um, again, Mr. Williams... Uh, RP to, to him my US history teacher that's how I learned the things that I did learn because mm-hmm. he was like I'm going to teach you history but I'm also going to teach you I'm going to teach you the US history but I'm going to teach you the real US history so I'm going to teach you what's in his books but I'm also going to teach you the other things that go into it and I mean you had Mr. Ms. Lawrence yeah and he taught you Africa mm-hmm. so you we know we started in Africa we ended in Africa I just think that it's important and, and, and you know I'm going to continue saying it you know we have to be the, the the advocates of our own history. Absolutely. We have to teach our own history and we have to teach how we've been doing this well before our less melanated counterparts have been doing it. Um, everything from, you know, inventing and innovating to, you know, proper hygiene practices because that was definitely a hot topic these uh, this last week or so because... And I believe it, you know, they, they talk about how the Moors had to show, you know, Europeans how to like bathe regularly because they're nasty and that's how the plague started. But, um, and you still got people who are not like, like regularly bathing and showering and, you know, and they are, uh, are, you know, the, some of, a lot of them are clear folks and, we just have to teach our history because we know that, you know, soap and water is something apparently that we also originated. So there's that. But that was our black history for this episode. And now TJ is going to try and I can't remember if I got the last word right or not, but TJ is going to try and stump me. I mean, it's been so long, so. Oh, I know. It's been just, you know, a year. Tatum's off to college. (laughs) Thank you for, uh, Playing, playing my game with me mm-hmm. makes me feel so so good inside I'm so glad you're such a child but what's the word the word of the week is first off I, I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly so we're going to get Rebecca on here mm-hmm. hey, hey Rebecca can you uh, say that word for us um, yeah I'm, I don't want to I believe it's pronounced yeah <laughs> I'm not even going to try it Oh, I had to mute it because you know what I mean. Here you go. Oh no! Come on. <laughs> Bien. Rebecca turned into Ron. Mm-hmm. Can you run it back again? Because I feel like that wasn't the whole word. Plebeian. Play it one more time. Bien. It's just Bien. She sounds like saying like Bien. Yeah. Okay. On. Um. Nope, gonna, what's the definition? We're gonna find. Hold on. The definition is belonging belong to a low social class. In ancient Rome, a commoner. Oh, uh, 
Okay. Oh, that, that means you know it. <laughs> the way you just said it. Plebeians. Plebeian. 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 There you go. Uh, all right. I do know this one. I, could, I couldn't tell when you were telling me earlier. P-L-E-B-I-A-N. Wrong. Yes. She was so confident. Your whole world just shattered. Oh, what letter did I miss? <laughs> Mr. E. Spell it for me. P-L-E-B-E-I-A-N. Okay. The whole world. Yes. Okay. She shoots and she misses. You got me. <laughs> I can't stop smiling. You were so confident on that one. I was. But I'm cool with that. Way to stay confident, kid. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I mean, we don't have to quarrel anymore. I already, I already beat you there. I beat you in a relationship tip. I mean... Did you? I mean... Let's, let's hit this, uh, this quarrel. What are we quarreling on? Um... So I had... Two thoughts. Um, the first being about, which has been, again, hot fodder these last couple days, which is about accountability, or excuse me, well, everybody, I don't think you've been under a rock if you haven't heard about what the baby did or said or whatever. Um, and I just kind of kept bringing up the thought about like being held accountable versus being quote unquote canceled. Um and then there's another concept of talking about kind of like personal responsibility when it comes to things like COVID. But because um, you and I had had conversations about both in the recent days. But we can start with the baby. Um, and yeah, like, you know, so he performed at, God, there's so many unnecessarily large yeah. festivals. Rolling Loud. He was at Rolling Loud in Miami, and he performed. Um, during his performance, he made a a statement, um, essentially saying, like, put your phones in the air. During his, his statement, he one of the things he said was, like, put your phones in the air. If you don't have HIV, AIDS, or any one of them STDs, that'll kill you in two to three weeks. And then also put your phone... Like we back in the 90s or something. In the 80s. 80s. And even then. Um, and then he also, I think, said something to the effect of, like, put your phones in the air or reference, like, if you're not sucking dick in the parking lot or something to that effect. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Um, but, yeah, he said those things. Um, among other things, he also brought Tory Lanez out during his set even though and his set followed i think megan the stallion set um and no one cares about that i think it's i think it's telling about his i think those things are, i think his actions and his words are telling and his response are telling of like his character so that's why i brought that up yeah but i mean and if you're so gonna bring up he, the, the megan the stallion thing she previously stated she didn't care who he worked with but now it's a problem because of they're legal, whatever. At the end of the day, she she said she didn't care who the baby worked with. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, well, well, go ahead. Um, they I say that to say because they obviously have they've they have publicly exchanged words about 
uh, I we I thought we were cool. Apparently, we're not. Um, you said one thing to me in private, but you're doing something else in public. So and so ultimately, too, I feel as though. Um, I felt like that. I I don't want to get too off topic, but I just feel like that's telling because it's like if you guys were supposed to be quote unquote friends and you start liking, retweeting tweets and things like that that are um, making fun of your friend's situation or the person that you worked with situation and then you get called out on it and instead of like being apologetic or falling back or whatever, like you kind of double down on that and you bring the person that that person, that this person that you're supposed to be cool with has legal and personal issues with then that's kind of like a testament to your character then you say what you say on stage at this same performance and then he so he says his hiv aids and his basically his homophobic comment about sucking dick and then he comes he he doubles down on his response because people of course were like that was out of pocket that was out of out of line he kind of doubled down on what he said and talked about well his gay fans ain't like that um, you know, his gay fans are clean, but, um, and then Is that what he said? something to that effect. Okay. And then, um, didn't really care, um, despite the kind of outcry that he was receiving. Um, and then kind of said like, I don't, I didn't mean no harm. And, you know, LGBTQ, you know, Q community, like y'all business is y'all business. So I don't really care. And then he, you know, talked about how he's going to, you know, this is going to kind of elevate him to the effect of like, I'm going to be an icon, icon status and stuff like that. Cause he kind of was just like, I'm operating like, I don't give a fuck. Um, and then subsequently, at least at this recording, but at the time of this recording, you know, Lollapalooza pulled him. Then some, some festival called the governor's ball pulled him. Then some other, he's basically got pulled from like three, four festivals, um, in the last, week um because of his comments and stuff he had elton john and madonna coming out out of out of hibernation to speak out against him and what he said and as of today when we're recording this um somebody on his pr team uh issued a, a public state a pr statement talking about you know his, <laughs> you guys say it wasn't him fuck no it wasn't him okay it was not fuck no um so that, you know, they try to demolish your character before they, you get a chance to educate yourself and learn and this, that, and the other. So he's sorry and all this other stuff like that. So I guess it just kind of impacted the bag. So now he's found his uh, modicum of remorse. And all that being said, there's a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of conversations, a lot of comments and stuff like that from he didn't do anything wrong to... You know, this is everybody's so quick to cancel him, and then you know, well, you know, white artists get away with saying all types of stuff, and they they don't get in trouble. And but he let a black man say, and they trying to cancel him. And you got people like, you know, we can rap about whatever, but we we say something like, we're it's okay, even if our lyrics are crazy, but our our words that we say in in in, in our public speech, speech, like our public life. That can be what, like, you know, has people canceling. It's just like, oh, it's just convenience, you know, all this other stuff. And I'm of a mind of, like, as much as people, like, try to say, like, as much as TJ and among other people try to call me a cancel queen, 
cancel culture is really not real. Like in the sense that it doesn't. Well, obviously, it is because it, he's, people get he's, people, he's, he's lost four shows. So. But people people get called to be canceled, but people aren't really ever canceled. Okay, they may not be truly canceled. Just, so I but think it's like you're more so being held accountable. You call it being held accountable, but so I mean, you kind of touched on it. So academics said, like, hold on, because I. I'd rather do like what he said as opposed to paraphrasing. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rock out. Um, whatever. I'm just a plebeian. Uh, I'm. There yeah, you are. I was to say I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> See, he's trying to be self-deprecating. I mean, maybe you'll spell it right this time. Um, I mean, listen, maybe you'll pronounce something right for a change. I was, try, I, was try, I was trying to show that I was all, I was taking taking my L gracefully, but you were I, I don't think you were. I was, you, I made a you, joke. You were being a little facetious. Was, so he says, it's just weird how festivals are putting out these elaborate statements about how much they care about humanity and because of that, uh, that have the baby on their show for what he said. Yeah, 90% of the artists they book music is about drugs and murder and it's totally fine to them. These companies got to choose whether they are prioritizing the art or or morality because they all seem like hypocrites when they try to get on a high horse canceling artists. Hip hop is a genre filled with imperfect individuals telling stories. Why even fuck FW? I'm guess fuck with it if you if you want saints. And I don't necessarily agree with academics a lot of times, but I do understand his point in the sense of the baby made terrible comments. Mm. He should be what's the name uh held accountable for that but again we have these type of artists who are problematic troublesome because they sell before six nine was a snitch and all that they wanted him because why he's gonna bring sales even though all his music is bloody music gang 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 shoot him up that's okay because it's gonna sell tickets i do agree that you know these the, these people can take a stand. You know who can take a stand? These companies. Oh, everyone can, t- can take can take a stand. Yeah, I think we're not going to support these artists who are promoting gang stuff. Oh, so if you rap about, so I guess that's the thing though. It's just that. So I will say this: is that you have you have artists who talk about things in their music that can be either taken at with art it can be taken literally or can be taken figuratively people rap people rap and sing about things that they've experienced personally things that they have thought about things that they have heard of that stories that they've been told and um and there is is a level of discretion that one has to use, including companies have to use as far as the type of music that is being promoted and purported, but like what they're, what they, what they're saying that they, you know, include in their music. And I'm not saying like, it's not like the baby was a Christian rapper or whatever and anything like that. He talks about about him killing people and how he killed the person at Walmart who was coming out of him all the, I'm not saying that. And that that story came, that somebody, his, his cousin came out the woodwork and was like, that's not how it happened. Like he just was like a cold blooded killer. And so, because, and that, that was, I read that Twitter thread. That was really actually kind of sad. Obviously Uh, it's just one person's account, but I'm not um, going into the he say she said. But, All I'm trying to say is that I do agree that these 
companies who exploit the black people and their black black trauma, black pain, they have to be held accountable to. I'm saying that companies have... So when you're talking about... I'm not saying that there isn't homophobia. There's absolutely homophobia. There's misogynoir all up and through hip-hop, right? Um, but there is a an asterisk of sorts that sometimes is placed on that, which is like, just because I rap or I sing about it doesn't necessarily mean that I subscribe to that lifestyle because it's art, right? And art is subjective. But when, I, when you just stand there and say it... So why can't he say that that's how he was feeling? He was being subjective. Because he that said, art he said it himself it was a call to action. Okay. And that was and that's verbatim. He called it a call to action. So, so if he said, he's hey, being held I'm, accountable. If he would have said, I'm just expressing myself in an art form, then it's okay. Well, he wasn't saying art form. He just I, took he just took I, the mic and was talking. What I'm saying is that based off of what you just stated, if he would have said, I'm making these statements based off of how I feel in an artistic form, then it's okay. Because you said that art is subjective and, and all that other stuff. I think that so he. Would, I think that he. So if he prefaced himself by saying this is all just art, and I'm saying these like racist. I mean these trans, um, homophobic and mis- misguided statements that like it should be a pass. I'm asking you based off what you just said. No, I think that if that's, he called I think it art, it's, it's. I it's think okay. that you're trying to. I think you're trying to like fit a square peg into a round hole with that. Like I'm it's just not, asking a question, and so I'm telling you no. Okay. And so I did, well, you, well, you didn't tell me no. You started going into like semantics and stuff like that. So that's why I'm asking. So no, I don't because okay. I think that because because we also know like let's go over what actually happened, which is he said what he said and he meant what he said until I didn't, listen until he you don't you're not hearing anything from me. But, Everything that happens to him. And that's the thing is like it. he's being held accountable, but some people are trying to say like oh you're trying to cancel him and this that, and the other. Well, I and mean, it's just like no, he's being held accountable. Are that, I mean, again, we live in a world of social media, and it's about clickbait, and everybody wants to be the first, and everybody wants to have an opinion, and everyone has an opinion. So you can't listen to that. You know, my father says eight out of ten people are stupid, and I kind of agree with that. So I mean, I mean, I understand that it's the same people in the shade room comments that you know again think that the government's putting tracking chips in their arms. So it's just, it's 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 a thing of the point I was trying to make is like sometimes accountability looks like people stop listening to your music. Sometimes I mean that's what I'm saying. Like he's not gonna be truly canceled because there are people that cape for him. There are people that don't care. There are people that agree with him. There are people that still gonna listen to his music. I don't it's like. I'm personally at this point, I'm quite good on the baby. I don't need to. I, there were songs that he had that I I really liked that or like features that he was on that I liked, but I'm not going to be like going out of my. And I mean, I honestly never did. Everything he's been on has been something like in a. It was somebody else I was listening to. He happened to be on, but it's like I personally know. Am I going out of my way to like buy his music or go to one of his shows or anything like that. No, I probably wasn't before, but I most certainly am not now because I don't support the things that he said. And I find I found his this entire arc story arc of his what from what he said to him apologizing or having his PR team send out that apology or whatever is very like, you know, it's very contrite and it's just like it's instant it doesn't feel sincere. And, and until there's let me say this until there's actual like actions behind that and not just like oh I'm sorry because now I'm losing money because even if he got paid up front for some things there's other you know other some 
contracts and stuff they have a lot of contracts honestly have and i, I I'm, I'm speaking i don't obviously i don't know music festival contracts but like there's a lot of things that people have are like morality clauses which is like if you violate the morality clause then they have the right to like pull you and not pay you or not pay you your balance or whatever and you know and these act these 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 festivals and stuff they've got so many different acts going like it's probably nothing to them to to get rid of him or whatever and it's just like and I find it and I also find it insincere because I understand the accountability but I also will question and watch his actions from here on out because it was it wasn't until you started were financially hurt you were financially impacted that you felt like you had to like well that's how put something out of it and that, it is how it is that may be how how it looks again we don't know if his you think team... he had an awakening I mean, anything is possible. So just okay. because somebody was ignorant, they can't change. No, they can change, but it's also. But it's, it's too quick for you. So no, it's, it's, it's not. The, it's not the too. So quick should Eminem be canceled? Because like, if you look like like his old lyrics, he used the f bomb, all that. Like he was very controversial previously. Mm-hmm. So should he be like canceled now for who he was? Not if old? he's not if he's changed his ways. Not if he's demonstrated that he's grown and stuff like that. I'm not saying that the baby doesn't have the the everybody has the capacity to grow and learn. Okay. And I don't if and if if Eminem is still using like um, homophobic slurs in his music to this day, that's a problem. But if if what I'm saying is that the baby is kind of like time will tell. Right now, it doesn't look based on like the timeline of how this this whole last week has gone. It doesn't look very convincing that you're own you're now just apologetic because you've been dropped from four festivals in four days since your comments at Rolling Loud. It looks like you're being held accountable, and of course, when people when people get held accountable or when the things that matter to them, because how gay people or LGBTQ people felt didn't matter to you how people who were allies to that community felt didn't matter to you because you doubled down on what you said and then you it wasn't until now oh shit i'm being taken down from different you know headlines of different shows now i need to come out and say something that is like i'm working on it. i'm learning i'm growing time will tell if he actually backs up the well constructed. Uh, let me say well constructed. The apology that he that was put out that we have to we'll have to wait and see on. But I could say it very much looks like you only apologize because now your money is being impacted. Before that, you didn't give a fuck. And can you really be? Well, can- so uh, I, I mean, again, everything is based off of how it looks. It's all about perception. Mm-hmm. But perception could be. He was doubling down because he's like, I can't believe people are really going crazy over this. And then something clicked in his head or he sees that all these deals is happening and his team is like, nah, you need to speak to these people. And now he has a change of heart. Like, see, that's the issue with the whole cancel culture or the accountability culture or as you're putting it, like to hold somebody accountable. If somebody doesn't know, you can't like this, this brings like fear monging like people are are afraid to fuck up they're afraid to to say things or, or or react in ways because of the backlash that can happen so what i'll say in response to that is that i understand that there is a healthy fear of like people saying the wrong thing and having a backlash about it but there are times and moments where like organizations and or individuals 
have made a misstep and people have corrected them or called them out and they've like it's really it's not even it's not even about what you said or did in the moment it's about how you respond to it once you're told hey you were wrong or hey what you said was hurtful but what I find is that it's the, it's the the babies, it's the TIs, it's the Kevin Hart's, it's the people like that who dig their heels in. And instead of just saying like, yo, I hear what you're saying. I felt either I, I, I fucked up or this is how I feel, but I'm willing, this is how I felt when I said it. Or I meant, even if you say I meant what I said when I said it, but I'm willing to listen and learn and understand a different perspective. That's where niggas get fucked up. And I'm saying niggas universally, not just black men or anything like that. What I'm saying is like, when you have... Not just black men, what? Because the, the people I rattled off were black men. So I don't want it to be... A, to, I said, T.I., baby, Kevin Hart. Like, I was giving examples of people who, like, dug their heels in after they said something that was yeah, but, controversial. But, but, and di- so, but digging your, your heels, we all dig our heels... When we feel like taken aback by something or we feel like the way that we view it is right. Okay. So, so it just is what it is. But, that, but my, that's my thing is like you, if you have, everything is about a choice, right? So I can say, I think one plus one equals three. And then if I have... 50 people come to me and is like, Danny, no, it's not. It's that's wrong. And I can either then from that point, I can say at, at on on August 1st, I thought one plus one equal three. And I felt that way so strongly that in my bones. But I got all of y'all telling me, no, Danielle, it's one plus one is not three it's two. So I can either choose to dig my heels in and say, well, I feel how I feel and I'm a stick with it. I don't care. I'm doubling down. One plus one is three or I can make the decision to say, I'm not, I, I'm, I, I clearly there's a, there's an outcry. There's a, there's a reaction to what I'm saying. So let me at least hear what the other side has to say to an extent. If I'm, if I'm coming across wrong or I'm coming across, especially, and that's a very like, very like surface example, but especially when you're talking about a population of people, a marginalized group of people, an oppressed group of people who you're, they're saying like, this is offensive. If you're not a part of that community, you can't tell somebody who how to how to feel or how to be offended, uh, why that why that's offensive. Well, all you can do is own that you said or did said what you said or did what you did, and then it's really the response after that that you can get then then that you can then kind of like change the tide. But you have to be willing to say yes, I said what I said, but clearly what I said is upsetting to people. So let me take a minute and understand why they're upset or how they perceive what I said was wrong. And then I can make it and I can make an informed decision about how I'm going to move from here on out. Like there's a, there's a a Instagram page I found, I follow, right. Called impact. And they talk, they're, they're very much like all about social justice issues and, and, and across the board. Right. And a couple of weeks ago, they post, they put a post up about how, um, detrimental um like disposable like period products are like tampons pads and stuff like that like how it's um like like it's not good for the environment basically right to to have to use like tampons and, and disposable pads and stuff like that and we're like promoting more so things like reusable things like the the diva cups or the menstrual cups um or like things like the underwear that like can absorb it or whatever you know you following me i'm confused so they posted, they made a post a few weeks ago 
basically like coming at people using disposable feminine hygiene products like okay. pads and tampons saying like we should you people should use more reusable feminine hygiene women sh- people should use more reusable feminine hygiene products they received a bunch of feedback from people saying yeah that might be nice but everybody can't afford because sometimes things like menstrual cups and and the thinks the underwear that like you get the um that like absorb it and you you wash it the reusable ones people those cost more money than let's say a single use tampon or a single use pad so the thing was like you can't say they were like you can't just assume that everybody can afford these other things even though they're better for the environment so what did they do they came back out and they were like we understand even though we had good intentions with what we said we realized that what we said wasn't fair to people who can't afford these things and they they apologize for it and then they provided like more resources to like other avenues and stuff like that and to me i thought that was a really good example of how even though this is an organization it's an instagram page but how you can receive criticism you can receive critique for what you said or did even if it was even in well-intentioned situations and you can come back and be like we fucked up and now we're gonna do better well i mean you you say that, but then again, the baby came back with a statement and, and you're saying the statement wasn't good enough. And you're saying it's PR team and everything else. So, again, mm-hmm. you're saying come back, but when they do come back, if it doesn't meet Danielle's standard, then it doesn't matter. No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm If he said what he said, if, if that apology came out, the next day, before he started getting dropped from festivals, the, and when it was just a public outcry, when it was people telling him you were wrong, and people critic like be on social media and stuff like that, and if he sat down and was like, "Where did I go wrong? What can we do to fix this? I don't want to. I don't want to have. Even if I said what I said, I meant what I said. I'm, I'm not trying to offend people." Um, this entire group of people or anything like that because of what I said. Where where was I misinformed? So it's a, it's about it's it, there's a there's a window of time of where you need to like. But says who? Who says there's a window of time? It, it there's a because it. it who made like, you the police? Who made you the time police? It's say, not the time police. It's like to say that TJ, if you said something wrong, so if you said something wrong at work, and your staff your staff comes to you and says TJ. What you said was wrong. It really offended all of us. It really bothered. And you dug your heels in. And you're like, I said what I said. I don't care. I'm going to still be great. I'm going to still be fine. Y'all, you know, I didn't, whatever. And you kept going. You, you like, it is what it is. And then not until your boss threatens to fire you, do you come back and apologize. What would be the perception of your staff? That did you, does that feel less sincere or more sincere? I mean... Now, granted, time will tell if, you know, if you follow through on that stuff. But there is a, there is a, it's a thing of like, you can't, like, if it, if, if it's not until you're threatened with something if that matters to you is the, is when you finally come out and say something. Yeah. People are going to look at you and be like, oh, you know, and then people had the jokes. They were like, the baby lost, got lost the bookings and now he got the apology and all this stuff like that. So it does, you know, it's the thing is like, yeah, he is being held accountable but it's well time will i will say this time will tell if he makes good on his apology because he started the apology with 
you know, you're not given the opportunity to, you know, uh, uh, learn and grow and stuff and things like that. Right. So like he said, here it is. Social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you have an opportunity to grow, educate and learn from your mistakes. I'll take that first sentence. Right. You start with that. Yeah, you said it after you started losing things, losing financial opportunities. But time will tell if he actually does grow, educate, and learn from his mistakes. Yeah, but again, it's based off the timing. But what if the timing was like, you know what? I do need to say something now because this shit is affecting me worse than I thought it was going to be. And now I, I have to be accountable for it. But again, for someone like you, you're like, oh, you're only doing that because you're losing money. That's, that's the only reason why you're doing it. So what it says to me is, I hope that he does do better, but it, you can, yeah, there's a greater level of skepticism a person might have when somebody responds after they're being, after the accountability, they've been forced to be held accountable. They didn't hold themselves accountable. Right, because that's all we talk about. Yes, all you talk about is how people have to hold themselves accountable. There's, it's, it, it means more if a person holds themselves accountable than if someone else has to do it for them. But sometimes you need somebody to hold you accountable. You do, but sometimes then, but, that's sometimes that is just the way life is. You do, and but then also people reserve the right to be, to 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 exercise a little bit more skepticism about how much you're going to how how successful you're going to be with your accountability if somebody else had to call you to the carpet to do it it doesn't i don't i'm not saying that it can't I be mean, done and i'm not saying fair, that he won't do but he could have apologized as soon as he said it like my bad and you would have probably still felt the same people are always going to have their own opinions on it i so. would have felt i would have felt not the same way i i, mm-hmm. I would not have felt the same way if he came back if, uh, if he his track record is, is 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 too bad so i don't think that you you know he went against Meg the Stallion, so I already know, you know. It's not even about it's it's a it's he, a thing of like it's he's canceled I think it was, based off of that. I think it's a testament. I'm good on I wasn't I wasn't the biggest fan of him anyway. But what I'm saying is is that he and he's also demonstrated like outside of this incident, outside of even him trying to be a troll with bringing Tory Lanes out or whatever else, there's been instances of him demonstrating like poor judgment or showing like poor poor being a poor cat of poor character it seems like um because you have and when you do that and it's like that stuff catches up with you or you can't be mad at the perception that people might have of you based off of your own words and actions if you are trolling someone that you kind of like came out the gate with musically with and you guys collabed and stuff like we that. We not that fuck with each other no more. Well, I don't not, have to not anymore. But I don't why, have to be your best that? friend no more. Why because, is that? Why are they not fucking with each other no more? Because he had a song with someone who allegedly shot her. So And again, I'll say this. She said that they had one conversation in private, but then in public he's retweeting and liking tweets about how you know, the reason why Tori and, and the baby get along so great is because they both shot people and got away with it. And and so if I think that even if we're just 
respectful of each other as as counterparts in the music industry that you wouldn't necessarily at least publicly do those things so and then even before then he's killed people before he's killed a person in his life and i understand what does it have to do with anything i think well to your point of like okay if if you kill somebody regardless of whether or not you it was self-defense or if it was premeditated or whatever you took a life so you would imagine like even if that's a part of your story and that's what comes back to the art thing and you speak about it is it the way in which you speak about it like is it you know you're bragging versus you're just telling your story but anyway i th- ultimately when it comes to this particular situation he was held accountable as opposed to holding himself accountable um, that does not mean he's canceled. He probably won't be canceled because, again, there are going to be people that are going to cape for this shit. Well, well, and he's he'll be, canc- he'll be canceled, canceled by the people re- who cancel him. You're going to cancel him. You're not going to say, no, the baby songs. I mean... I don't really listen to his music anyway, so I, I, I damn sure don't have a reason to now. Like, I have I have two songs... I have two songs on my entire playlist that include him on... Maybe three that include him on the verse. And... Those are songs that like I don't have to listen to in any excess. They were not. He was not the draw to the song. So, what I, all I'm saying is you have. He was being held accountable. He was not canceled, and ultimately he will. Well, have, he is being canceled. What are you talking about? They canceled him from multiple shows. That's that's what being that's a canceled. form of that's yeah that, canceled. That, but canceled means like he's never gonna book anything ever again. He's never gonna not, be not, able not to necessarily. Be, so I, that, I think I think you're being more literal than anything. Let Cance, me say, canceled means that you are canceled for the moment. Okay, because let me say this. So let me amend my statement. Account being held accountable and being canceled. Canceled is not fine. Is not final. There's no. There is nobody. That even the people that you always throw in my face or whatever that have been truly, there's a finality to their cancellation because where like you never hear from them again, and it's they they go they kind of they might go off the grid for a little bit or whatever, and then you got other people who just completely you know it just, they seem like just unfazed by it, and that's what I'm saying is like st- people got to stop thinking that cancel culture or being canceled is such a Oh, oh my God, it's such a terrible thing when maybe it's just in the moment you're being held accountable for the shit you did in the moment and you should be held accountable. You are free to choose. You are not free from the consequences of your choice. He chose to open his mouth and say the stupid shit he said and now he is not free from the consequences of his fucking words. And so now he's apologized for it. And yes, I do reserve... Uh, I, I hope that he makes good on his apology, but I reserve skepticism because of when, of, of the timing of his apology, which I think any person would in in, in personal life or in, in public. I think when he's someone who cares enough is going to care about when when they said it's like, would it, sorry, I can't even think of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have more, you care more about it. Like, I'm not saying, like, I, I don't care enough to say if the apology is authentic or not. Well, we're just having a, we're we're just, we're quarreling, we're discussing about it. I yeah, haven't no. given I haven't given it this much conversation outside of okay. this recording. So, it's not that I care too much, it's just that we're having the conversation. I don't think that that's fair to say because it's like because I'm saying That's my opinion. You can't you can't tell me how I can or or can't think or or, or how I can feel or or, or say things like that so you feel like that's I my interpretation so you feel like because i'm sick because of my my opinion on the situation demonstrates that i care too much about the situation 
Is to me, yes, that's. So what is your? Where do you stand on the situation that you just? I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't care enough to be honest with you. Is that? No, he. What he said was wrong. A hundred percent. He's being held accountable for that. I don't. I don't care enough to be like you know because again, how does this situation change my life? How does it affect me? It doesn't. So, I I, I don't care as much. Maybe I should care more. I I can't answer that for you. I don't. I can't tell you how to feel. Just like you can't tell me how to feel, but I can't think that it's um a bit like like we we're having we're having a conversation around a particular series of events that happened in public in 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 celebrity life, and it brings which which ties back to a a common thread or common conversation that you and I have had on this podcast. But because it feels like because I'm demonstrating a level of fervor behind what I'm saying, or because I'm giving it a certain level of energy or whatever in the, in this particular, in this very like isolated situation of us recording that now it's like, well, you just care too much about it. And I, 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 I think maybe I feel a little bit triggered by that because in conversations that we've had with family and like, you know, our, you know, different debates and stuff like that, that has been a, I feel like that's been something that's kind of been hurled my way. It was like, oh, Danny, you just care too much. You're giving it too much energy. You care too much or whatever. And as like, as like a way to dis, to, I don't know. That's something that you have to figure out. You have to figure out why does Danielle feel that if someone is saying that you care too much, that it's hurt, that it hurts your feelings or that, or, or, or why does it make you feel well, as if it's somebody saying, you know, you gotta, you, like, someone's trying to shut you down. Like, well, because it, it feels, you have to figure that out. It feels like it's said whenever, like, it's said as like a, God, I'm trying to think of the word. It feels like it's said as a way to, like, be like, you're way too invested in this. Like, why do you like you and and and, and, again, and like as like as like a negative, and it's like I can feel strongly about something, or I can have energy behind my opinion or my 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 stance on something, without. And, and okay, and <laughs> if you know that you're not that invested, then you can say I'm not invested. Period. Again, you're putting more onus and and, and more energy onto what someone believes as opposed to saying. That's a false equivalency, or that's a false. Because I don't. Okay, so then say that, and then that's it. But then, so then don't. But then don't take the energy I'm bringing to the conversation that we're having as we record. And I all, all I did say was that made a statement based off of what I'm hearing. It seems like you care more about this because you're like the world, and well, you didn't say the world. You're like the people feel like this isn't genuine and stuff. Like I don't feel like it's disingenuous I feel like it, it makes sense it, it it's a part of the timing or you know you know what I mean so there's a hockey player and, and he's going through a divorce with his wife and she said that he's uh that he cheated on games and he came out with a statement and said my lawyer said I shouldn't have said anything but I'm, I have to defend myself is he like is that genuine or is he only doing it because it, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like to me, it's just, 
he made a statement and you could take it for what it is or, or what it's not. But I do feel like because you don't like him, because you don't care for him, you feel like it's disingenuous. I said I reserve I said I reserve skepticism or there's a, I, or I can understand there being a, a, a greater amount of skepticism in the sincerity of his apology because of when it came out. Just like in life, if somebody only apologizes to you for, for harming you with their words or their actions after they've been hell, after they've been, they've been harmed back in some way, you have, you might have to, you know, you might accept the apology. You might say, okay, well, we'll so see then that person goes. shouldn't even, so or, that person shouldn't even apologize. I'm not saying because, that either. I'm just saying that because you, once they you think about it, you should understand that you might be met with skepticism. Okay, but so and, so, and I said multiple times, time will tell. Okay, I understand that you said time will tell, but you also said that it seems disingenuous right now. So again, mm-hmm. if someone says something or do something, depending on what the public uh, opinion is. Then that should be how they react. No, it should be what the. What it, I think depend when somebody apologizes for something, when they issue that apology and how they issue it, and like when they say it, how they say it, matters. And as far as how it's received, I don't necessarily agree, but okay. It like if it be if if I violate if I hurt you and I said TJ, I am truly sorry for what I did to you. Versus, I'm sorry you feel that way. Those are two. That's one's one's an apology and one's not actually. Because and so and, and so that matters and it matters is like if I say I'm not saying that it does not matter, but I'm saying if I feel right now you said whatever and I'm like you know what I apologize to you. I mean we've had it in our relationship. I've apologized and you was like I don't feel like it was I don't feel like it was genuine. How can you tell me that my apology isn't genuine? Because I can tell you that your apology doesn't feel genuine because of. You st- when, when you've delivered it or how you've delivered Again, it because you've done word. it. You've done it. It feels. Yeah, because sometimes you, you've admitted yourself that sometimes you've apologized to me just to shut me up or just to stop the conversation. So with your by your own admission, that leads me to have, or at least in the past, to have had a level of, sometimes a level of skepticism about the sincerity of your apology to me because you've done it with ulterior motives you've done it like not because you're necessarily, it's not necessarily sorry or just because you're just want to you just want to end the conversation i mean sometimes yes it has been so that. then how do i so how do i know if it's sincere or not if i do i really think that tj feels sorry for what he said or did or is this tj trying to end the conversation because he's I'm tired of arguing end, or he's tired i'm of trying to end, upset me i'm trying insane. to end the conversation because I'm, I'm i'm tired of arguing and i'm being sincere and saying you know what i'm gonna take this out but that but that also does not necessarily so for you okay so so to say you that. so say to you so to you a sincere apology can come from the root the root of a sincere apology can be i'm just tired of arguing not i am remorseful for what i said or did i could be remorseful but i can also still want to argue but sometimes you just be like you know what i'm tired so i'm gonna this person is asking for, um, you're asking for someone to apologize, whatever. But it's it, it's similar to the situation we had where you were like, you want to be, you want to be, you want to be, you want to feel like you're, you're you're acknowledged. And just because I don't acknowledge you, or I don't think that there needs to be an acknowledgement, you feel like you're not saw, you're not seen, or whatever. 
So, uh, again, you're putting your own onus, your own feelings onto the situation that may not even be true. You're adding your own layers to the story. So, we don't know the baby from Adam, but you're just assuming that because after the fourth show, now an apology comes. That's the only reason why he did it. You don't know if he spoke to his mother and his mother was like, stop being hard-headed. Or he spoke to his father. We don't know any of that. But you don't care because at the end of the day, it's all about how it how it's perceived. So as long as you feel that it's perceived this way, then that's how you're going to feel. I mean, and I'm going to say perception is reality. So if okay. like if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, then I might, I'm going to make the presumption that it is a duck. Now, I'm not saying that those things... Pre- I, I, I'm not going to say... You're going to make it a presumption. Because sometimes when the evidence is there, that's like Occam's razor. Sometimes the simplest answer is the is the most correct one. And I'm not saying that those things couldn't be true. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and deny that any of those variables could have played a part because they very well could have been, and we're never going to be privy to them. But you can also say like two things can be true. You can think he could have very well had all these like personal, heartfelt, introspective conversations and reflections in the last few weeks. And, and come to this conclusion. And you can also say, I know he could have done all of that. And he could have also, but you can also acknowledge like, but I know what it looks like. I know it looks like I'm only apologizing because I started losing festival dates and stuff like, and, and, and money out of my pocket. And you can acknowledge the, the two things existing at once. Um, but what we, what we, we can, we can only presume the side con- the, the 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 personal conversations that he had we can see with our, and hear with our own eyes and evidence that on this day he got he got bumped from Lollapalooza on this day he got bumped from the governor's ball on this day he got bumped from this and then on this day an apology came out so if you if if you had to make a case for one or the other in like in like a court of law one would be a, hold up a lot better than the other again i'm saying I can say that I understand the level a level of skepticism I would have as far as that, but I'm also saying people can change and sometimes you have to be sometimes you have to be held accountable by other people or outside organizations and then for you to for you to learn and grow and do better and educate yourself like he said in that first sentence of his apology and time will ultimately tell. And so I'm not I'm not washing my hands of saying like this he's not he's completely incapable of change, but I'm saying is like you have to you he's going to now have to walk the walk since he's talked to talk in his apology but and then but yeah i just i kind of i to go but and then to come back to like on a more personal note like between you and i or whatever like yeah sometimes i do resent the fact when i'm told when i'm like being passionate i guess that i care too much it feels very like it, it to me it comes across as a bit dismissive of like of that and that yeah it's how i feel it's how i perceive it but i'm ultimately like how i feel is how i feel and it it could be a thing of like so what does it take for me to express how i feel without coming across like i care too much like i have to care but i can't care too much like what does that look like is that me acting if i act like you which is like once you've reached hit, whatever whatever your wall is is like that's the cutoff and then whatever if my wall exceeds that then I'm, I care too much. Like, what does that look like? And then also, it's a thing of like, I, when we, when, when people apologize, 
we've all we've all given non-apologies we've all given sincere apologies we've all given apologies that we that nobody had to prompt us to give and we've all had to give apologies that somebody had to kind of like nudge us or tell us that we needed to apologize to another person and if we've all experienced and been on that side of, of, of the apology spectrum then you also can sometimes tell when something feels disingenuous versus when they it feels genuine I have I have absolutely received true, genuine, and heartfelt apologies from you, TJ. But I also have felt like I have received disingenuous apologies. I know I have given you true and heartfelt apologies in our in our relationship, and I've also given you disingenuous ones. So between my own experiences, giving both sides types of apologies, and then also receiving them from you, yeah, sometimes I do feel like I can tell the difference. Um, have I? Am I always right on my 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 um? perception on that no but am I like completely like grasping at straws and like pulling it out of thin air no I'm not doing that either so that's just kind of like my final thoughts on like the baby and then also like apologizing and accountability and saying triggering things and stuff like that when people are we're having a debate but do you have any final thoughts on anything or are you at you you're done no I mean I, I apologize if you feel like I was being dismissive because that's not the case. I'm, I, I mean, me saying that you care too much is just, it, it's, it's a statement, but it seems like it's a trip. Not it seems. It, it, it is a triggering, triggering statement for you. So I'll work on not utilizing it when discussing it with you. Um, other than that, I mean, again, what, what the baby said was wrong and, I mean, I don't, again, I think because I don't care for the baby that much that I don't really have that much of a, I don't have that much skin in the game. Like it is what it is. If it was Drake, nigga, we may be battling, but mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, okay, I don't really like the baby that much anyway. So he was cool. He had some, some cool lyrics, but okay, you keep doing the same shit and whatever i mean i I do think it's ignorant um and you know we're seeing that a lot of people are ignorant a lot of people think ignorantly and you know more and like i told you it's, it's, it's the people from the south people from the south have the most ignorant things and weird things to say so that's but the last thing i will say that's before, your sweeping generalization yes I mean, have you ever Googled, I think it's like crazy things in Florida? Oh, I mean, Florida, I don't even include Florida in the South. Florida's its own. Florida's in the South. I, what I'm saying, I'm, I'm being like facetious in the sense of like, Florida is like Trick Daddy said Beyonce entity. can't sing. Where's he from? Florida. The South. Yeah, no. So again. Florida's just a weird I'm All I'm saying universe. is that the, the South is a little weird. That's all I'm saying. Maybe I'm making a, a, a swooping generalization, but... I'm just, that's three examples, back to back to back, so, Mm -hmm. but before I get off, listen, tomorrow we smoking Lox Packs, Dipset is going against the Lox, Mm -hmm. it's not even fair, because Dipset is going to destroy them, and I I, I know, you went to school in Harlem, but you're not from Harlem, I'm not, and you don't know any music outside of... You know, run DMC and stuff like that because that's where you're from. Really? But okay. 
what what Dipset is going to do to the locks, they may all get arrested. Jewel Santana may violate probation for what he's going to do to the locks. That's all I'm going to say. I'm happy that so many people I know and love are very excited about this. I think this is going to be a great versus. I'm looking forward to it, to be a spectator to it. I don't really have any skin in the game one way or the other. I know that, you know, having gone to school in Harlem and obviously married to a Harlem nigga. So there's there's a lot of dipset love in my timelines and feeds and things like that. But I'm just interested. I'm just there to enjoy myself. So in that situation, you can say you can definitely count on me to not care that much. Um but I'm definitely there to be entertained because I enjoy music from both groups. So um, there's going to be stuff that I recognize from both sides. So I'm going to, you know, I'll be the real winner in the end of the at the end of the day. So that's it. But I'm ex- I'm excited for you. I'm hope I hope you and you truly get your life as you uh you know rap because like you said I actually remember you know. I don't know if I ever told that story on the show where like I ran across we when I was in high school and we like were on the same block as uh, Jim Jones and I had no idea who they were talking about, but I know I mean, now. I mean, you're from Queens, that makes sense. No, I'm not. It's not just because I'm from Queens. I just didn't follow Dipset heavy like that at the moment. So, I I know now. I've known since then. I learned, but it has nothing to do with being from Queens. Um. But all right, folks, we'll leave you with that. And this has been another episode of Lover's Quarrel. As always, if you want to talk to us, you can follow us on Instagram at Lover's Quarrel Show, on Twitter at Lover's Quarrel 7, or email us at show at gmail.com. <sighs> Enjoy these episodes while they are coming at you, because the closer I get to my due date, y'all, we'll... Let us know. Do you guys... This is a random thought. Do you guys want us to, like update you like when I like go into labor and stuff like that I'm just curious about that like how much we should share if we should just like let you know like oh he's here um yeah let us know your thoughts on that one too um but as always this has been another episode of Lover's Quarrel and as always I'm your girl Danny and I'm your guy TJ and you know that we fuss we fight but but we we love love. bye Bye. say bye 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 bye